Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Hey, guys. Smash that subscribe button, because we are now clear third in the table with an Atletico Madrid-Real Batiste game coming up today that hopefully ends in a draw, which will put us in a good spot, Yusuf, because we had one of those games. I know it's cliche, but you always call it, you know, one of those you have to win, because at the yeah. end of the season, the points really matter, and it does. And we had a real slog of a game where we went down 1-0, and the team just fought back in a way that was so impressive. And I think the, the main thing about this game, and we'll go into the lineup and the player performances in a little bit, but... You just have to be so happy with how deep our bench is now, right? That off of the bench, you have Ferran Torres, Adama Traore, uh, Luke De Jong, Nico, Memphis, uh, Memphis Depay, mm -hmm. right? We have these players, uh, Serginho Dest. We have these players coming off the bench now that really give us an ability to fight when the game goes on. Couple that with the fact that under Xavi, as compared to the Komen Barca team, we now have a belief in ourselves that late in games, if we're down one, if we're tied, we can come out and win it. It's just... Uh, uh, it just adds a total like revolutionary way of us playing. That's so good to see because we'd been beaten down for so long in so many dramatic games that you know our team didn't really seem to have that belief anymore. Besides, let's hope Messi can save the day. And now we have every player playing a vital role to try and make things go right. And I'm just so happy with it. So why don't you go ahead, Use break down the starting lineup, your thoughts, and then how the game played out. Sure, of course, we had Ter Stegen in the back. Then in the, our defensive line, Alba, PK, Araujo, and uh, Alves. And then the midfield, Frankie de Jong, Pedri, Busquets. In the front, Gavi on the top left. And then Obama Yang and Dembouz starting our game, which I was pretty excited about. Um, but, you know, the first half, we started the first 20 minutes. Looked pretty good. We were moving the ball around. Uh, I think Obama Yang had a chance early with connection with Dembele. But a lot of the times we had Dembele crossing the ball over, but no one to really receive it. Gavi looked weak to me at the beginning of this game, not adding too much. And he then, just he's a little bit uh -huh. slow, right? Yeah. As compared to, you know, Ferran Torres or Traore, of course, or Dembele. Sure. And so having Gavi on the wing always felt like something we did when we didn't have any depth, right? Fati was injured, Pedri was injured, um, Memphis was injured, right? It was it was kind of in that December, sure. January period when we had a lot of injuries that we had to utilize Gavi on that front wing. And and today we saw once we put in Ferran Torres, the game totally changed, right? Sure. Uh, Ferran Torres again had his issues with finishing, but he was able to score off of a Dembele cross that Jordi Alba probably took a shot that was weak, and then, you know, Torres was able to clear it, stayed onside well. But like you're saying, I think, you know, looking at that starting lineup, pretty happy with the, the midfield of Pedri, Frankie de Jong, and Busquets. But yeah, Gavi up front didn't really work out that sure. well. Like we had mentioned a few times, Dembele, we wanted to see start because, you know, we want to see him grow in the game and not just be our only threat subbed on late in the game to try and save it and you know things worked out kind of well but right before halftime Pedri and I know I see all over Twitter all of these Pedri haters were waiting in the wings <laughs> trying to come out and attack him but you know off of a goal kick he had a bad pass that was really exposed uh, because Danny Alves is not too fast and they were able to score um, you know, let us one let, let us be one zero down at halftime, and I think this game you really did start to see that Danny Alves is an so older player, old, right? That whole yeah. game, I mean, their left back was playing extremely well the whole game, but Danny Alves, his speed was kind of. Um, you know, they, they kind of sh it showed in this game. And well, it they took advantage of the, yeah. him being slow that whole time. And that they were attacking was on that side the whole time. I think Alba also had trouble. Uh, you know, being involved so much in the game early on. So there was a couple things that I thought were deficient in the first half, but I'm happy that right in the first half or the second half beginning, we had sub. Baron Torres immediate come on sub, immediately. Which is big. And he did change, right? He was the one that uh, scored the goal. Yep. And then we had him 
um, just well, creating opportunities mm. after opportunities that the just thing, didn't fall. The thing for me about Ferran Torres is, and I think everyone says this, his positioning is really good. Sure. His ability to connect with other forwards and midfield is really good. He always seems to make a good run, not mm-hmm. offside a lot. It's just his finishing, again, let us down, right? Yeah. There were one to two chances I thought he could put in. And I think overall with this game, what you saw was two things. You saw an Elche side who played really well. Sure. Right. They they played a really good game, and I think they haven't lost since November at home. So it was a pretty big testament to this team to come back from behind away at El Chain win. And then I think we were pretty rusty. Right. I don't think there's any denying that. Um, you know, this week we had no midweek game. Right. We've seen some mm-hmm. of our performances over the last three weeks where we're, we're really excited how we're playing in La Liga. But it's a lot of times we had a midweek game against Napoli, for instance, that helped us, you know, keep form and keep everyone um, in in the right zone. This week we had a week off and things got a little lax. And so I'm, I'm excited to see we have Galatasaray coming up in the Europa League this Thursday uh, and then we play at the weekend. And so I'm excited to see our team, you know, play a little bit more and hopefully keep that form because we saw with a week off we were a little bit rusty. I think what needs to be said is Ter Stegen again on that first goal, not very good. Even though Danny Alves was exploited, it. Ter Stegen didn't move too much like he sure. needed to. But then in the second half, he came back, right? He had one really good save that saved a goal. And then at the end of the game, he had, uh, you know, it, w- it ended up being offside, but he saved a header that could have gone in and tied it. And so Ter Stegen is showing, you know, some of his uh, deficiencies, but also I was happy to see him not let that get to his head and come out in that second half and really perform well. And, you know, we drew that penalty late in the game, and then Memphis put away just a beautiful, Mm, beautiful penalty. And that is really hyping up the team. I'm really glad everybody's involved, celebrating. We came back. We fought until the end. We looked like we had energy. You know, Troy even came on at the end and looked like he was bossing a little bit. He was. Uh, He was running all over, right? I was really happy to see that. We saw Nico come in, and I think he Mm -hmm. put in a good performance. Um Araujo and PK, again, were pretty good in defense, right? I mean, there were some definitely a, a, a few too many shots than I wanted to see. But, I, you know, there was that one yeah. um, play, I think, right around the second half where Araujo had like cleared the ball two times and he got a foul on the third one. Sure. And overall, just really seeing what I think we all know, which is that we need to extend Araujo, right? He's, sure. He needs to be one of the cornerstones for our future. Same with Pedri, um, same with Anzu Fati. And so I'm hoping to see Araujo get signed on. Well, look, this is a 14th team on the table and we needed to beat them. I don't think we've lost to them since like 1974 or something, yep. right? This was a game that really put us in that third place, two points ahead of Real Batiste, three points ahead of Atletico Madrid, right? So this huge game and they're going to play like you said at 12 p.m today which is like an hour and a half from now and we'll really know where we are on the table because we'll still have a game in hand against them after today's game um and i'm just excited because that game can help us at least you know we're the top four right now and we just need to get that top four for next season i don't think we're going to win the whole thing no we're and 15 Sevilla, points behind real madrid Sevilla keep dropping points yeah. so it does it looks like real madrid are going to walk away with this one they had sure. a good 4-1 win yesterday with two really amazing goals by uh, Kamavinga and Modric. Um, so I guess, you know, looking forward, we have a pretty big game against Galatasaray, right? And mm-hmm. I think you and I were proven a little bit wrong in this game because I don't think Dembele starting, uh, I don't think he provided that much, whether it was the rust or whether it was the fact that, you know, uh, Gavi was up yeah. front and didn't provide a lot of different opportunities for us to attack on different wings so they could overload his side. But what do you want to see going into Galatasaray in terms of the lineup? Are there anything, did this game kind of affect how you want to see the lineup at Gotta all? Gotta have Destin, to be honest. Uh, but well, he has you know, to be. I in. know, exactly. No Danny Alves, and I think that's definitely a change that we have to have. Um, and then we can't have Gavi in the front. Please, no Gavi. Aubameyang didn't show up in this game very much. He didn't have a lot of connections with Dembele or Gavi. So I would also think that our left wing needs to be someone 
Let's well, just say for Aaron Torres to Well, connect. but, you know, left wing is a good point. Memphis Depay came in sure. on that left side and looked yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah. There had been some issues we saw under the Komen era where we were using Memphis Depay as a striker, mm-hmm. and it didn't really look that good, especially when he was isolated because at the time we didn't have – I don't think we had Dembele. We definitely didn't have Traore. Um, and so now that we have some more attacking options, I think Memphis Depay slotting in on that left wing is where he seems comfortable and is a spot that I would be happy to see him. Sure. Um, and then I think, you know, Aubameyang's been pretty hot lately. And so he yeah. had one game where, you know, things didn't totally. click his way. I still think that we should show some uh, some faith in him. But I do wonder when we're going to finally see something we've been talking about for a while, which is Dembele and Traore on the wings. Mm-hmm. I know we usually put both of them on the right wing side, but Dembele can definitely play on the left. So do you think Galatasaray is the game where we try it? Or do you think we should be apprehensive to putting in, you know, um, those two players on the for the first time on the same pitch to start the game. Um, I think no matter what we're gonna we should try something new, but I think we're gonna end up starting Ferran Torres. It'd be kind of cool to have Memphis Depay, Depay start. Don't think that's gonna happen. I think he'll be a sub. So I think it'll be a Ferran Torres, um, Aubameyang, Traore start, and mm. I think that would be the most ideal situation we have right now. Just also based on the fact that he, uh, Javi will utilize Ferran Torres in a game. They just he just gave him rest in this game, yep. right? Um, and he he looked good positionally. He just needs to finish. And if he can continue that and score some goals, I think we're in a good spot. Um, also, I don't I'm not too familiar with the advantages we can take against them in this Thursday's game, right? So um, tactically, I'm not 100 percent sure what we can take advantage of. Well, the good thing is, I, you know, I think without a doubt, Galatasaray are a worse team than Napoli are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have a little bit of an easier schedule. But like we saw today with LJ, who again are, a, you know, Fair. below 10th team, th- they can put up a fight, right? Sure. And especially, um, I think we play at the Camp Nou first, then we go away the second leg, in which case, you know, it's always hard at the second leg away from home to, to go sure. in. So all I want to say is thank you guys so much for the support. Please smash that subscribe button. We will be back getting ready for the Europa League because we want to make it to the quarters and semis. Let's so thank go. you guys so much. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Let's <laughs> Thanks, do it. guys.